0: The Future of radio. radio The Future of Radio The Future of Radio The Future The Future of Radio is here. employmentradio.com.
1: You know it's it's weird being on the receiving end of that. It
0: felt very odd. Because
1: normally we're the ones that are are giving it but mm-hmm. now we are actually on the receiving end.
0: I don't really know how to be interviewed because I'm so used to interviewing. Yes. That I don't like I just kind of flip it and reverse it. I'm like, I don't know
1: Yeah, no, you to... want to turn it around and ask a question back.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like switch
1: it well, it doesn't matter what I think. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, we had to answer questions.
0: It was weird. I think the weirdest thing too was like the smell. It smelled exactly like uh like eight years ago.
1: That's such a strange thing to yeah, say. It was a weird Blow thing. Everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet where podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to explain what we we're talking about there at the beginning. But also want to remind you that the Portland Podcast Festival is a mere three days oh, away. Stop it, Greg. On Saturday, December that 2nd. Is,
0: stop. Saturday, that is December too 2nd. Close.
1: That uh, the everything that we've been working for for these months is going to be happening at the Hawthorne Theater, and we are so looking forward to seeing everybody there that uh, can make it down. Um, Thirteen different podcasts, two bands, a free beer from Small Town when you show up. Woohoo. And uh, yeah, and, Small
0: Town, I am so excited because they're going to have both of their um, their most popular products, if you will, and you get a chance to have a free one to start off with. So they are going to have their not your mother's iced tea. Iced tea. And not, I always get the mothers and fathers and grandfathers and grandmothers and grandmas and grandpas all confused. And not your father's mountain ale.
1: Yes. Yes. Because they're sponsoring the main stage. Don't worry is, so much
0: about the names, about how amazing that they taste.
1: The there. mountain ale main stage yes. is where they'll have that. And then, uh, and we've been getting actually a bunch of emails, and people have been uh, s- sending stuff on Twitter about how much they're enjoying the mountain ale that they found through. Listening to Fun Employment Radio. That's wonderful. I've got a bunch of them. Yeah, we'll send them to uh, Sean's, our guy from Small Town. I'll send Shawn's all that stuff. What are like you if, talking yeah, about? Yeah, if you like one of the the products that's advertised on this show and you, please feel free to take a picture and send it to us. Yeah. Because that's always awesome. Know. Yeah, because we'll forward that on. It does make a big difference and we really appreciate it. So Mountain Ale Main Stage at the PDX Pod Festival this Saturday, and you don't December have to have 2nd. just
0: one. Like, the first one's on them, but then you can have more.
1: No, than then you like. just buy your own.
0: Then yeah. you can just buy your
1: yeah. own. Or yeah, or buy them for people around you. There you Pass go. it on. Make You friends. get a free one, then buy one for someone else. Oh, boy. See, there we go. Pass on the mountain ale. <laughs> No, wait. That's the wrong way. That they, I should weird. probably. Yeah, that sounds weird.
0: And it sounds like you're saying like don't get. No, it. not. Then it yeah. does sound
1: like that. No, I mean like, pass, pass on it. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> no. Oh man, this will never work for an no, advertising drop. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mountain Ale, They will be there uh, for the Mountain Ale main stage at the Portland Podcast Festival. Then awesome. speaking of that, so yesterday we talked about how we were going. I think we brought it up in
0: the air. Maybe I think we, we didn't. did toward the end that we were saying we were going to go do something, but I don't think go we do specified f- what it was.
1: Fancy interview, and yeah. that's what we did yesterday is we went down to the Oregon Public Broadcasting Station, which is... OPB. OPB. Mm -hmm. And and we were interviewed for a show that's going to air the day of the festival, actually. I think it's going to air that Saturday. I don't know the time yet. It's Um, at noon. Is it at noon? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's going to air at noon. And we will be part of that. And it was myself, Sarah, and Jason, Jason Lamb, who's the third part to putting together the Portland Podcast Festival. Uh, We were asked to go down by April Bear and, and to do an interview to talk about it and talk about our shows and us and, yeah, and be weird. interviewed. Uh-huh. Like, as we said, we are saying in the beginning, you know, we're used to with this show, we conduct the interviews. Mm-hmm. We have guests on this show. We don't get asked on a lot of other shows. No. People don't ask us to. No. I don't know why we would. I'm always into it. Usually.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm into it too. I mean, I guess I, I'm like, oh, nobody ever asked us. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm okay with that. But yeah. Maybe we're just not interesting.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe, Maybe. that's Nobody it. Nobody wants to. Maybe they don't. But uh, so we, <laughs> so what happened is, you know, we go down there to the to the station, and and yeah, I mean, it's uh, going back to a radio station. I think was what, which one is
0: bizarre because the last time that Greg and I both set foot in a radio station, at least for me, I don't know when the last time you did, but me going to like a radio station was, what was it, October twenty fifth, two thousand nine.
1: Man, that's weird to think about. Uh-huh. That might have been the last time I was in one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, because if you don't know the history of Fun Employment Radio, we used to be in commercial radio. That that was the whole start of it. You know, when we got laid off, we started Fun Employment Radio. Um yeah, that is strange. Mm-hmm. You know, and driving down there, it was to, weird. So, so this the last station that Sarah and I worked at, and again in two thousand nine, the building is no longer there. And so when we're we're driving to uh, OPB's radio station, we passed by where our building used to be. Like the whole building is gone. Now it is just uh, mass transit tracks. Yeah, it's just tracks ran train right decks. through the building. Exactly. They just they, they yeah. destroyed the whole thing. Like and, that's
0: the only building that they moved on that entire block. Like, in that area to to make yeah. room for these train tracks. And it is the last building that we worked in. I
1: mean, I would spend <laughs> yeah. 70 hours a week in that building. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean, so at much. least. Uh, probably pretty much every day I was down there in that building mm-hmm. sometimes. And, and to be honest, you know, I loved it. I liked going, going to that station. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that was a lot of fun. But... Um, but yeah, so we it's going to like seeing the remnants of what the station is that we were last at, and then going into OPB for That's this interview. True. It's
0: like our station doesn't exist. It anymore. does. It's no longer there. <laughs> that no building is there. gone. Yeah, so it was trippy to go in because I've never been on the other side of the whole radio thing. So walk. So we anyway we got there. We found the we found the place. Got a parking spot. Walked up to the um to where the station is, and it was so bizarre to walk in to The front door of a radio station and then talk to the front desk person, yeah,
1: and because check always, and have to check in. And
0: yeah, because I'm thinking, I was thinking of all the front desk people I've always known like, remember Dave, uh huh, and uh, and there's Sarah, oh, like, yeah, always. I remember and Carol, Dave. and there are all these people that I've always known who are just like the front desk warriors.
1: Dave, Dave, and I, I remember at the station, we got so into Dave it. Zin? Um, that was his name, I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh, my
0: God. I haven't thought about him in like eight years.
1: Well, I was just going to tell a story about it. Now you said his last name, so now I feel weird oh, telling the story. Oh, who
0: cares? He's uh, fine.
1: Th- we got into it one time. He got uh, really mad at me because I was on I was on air for the afternoon on Jammin'. And when the, and the parking lot at that station, it was re- really weird. You had to park and then um, you had to be be ready to move your car because people would get boxed in. It was like a really oh, tiny parking lot. Oh, yeah. Tiny oh, that parking, parking lot was awful. And I remember I was on air... And uh, he came in while I was on air and he opened the door to the to the actual That's station. That's a no-no. That is a big no-no. No, no, no. Like I was on the microphone and he opened the door and he threw my keys at me because he was mad I hadn't moved my truck. And I remember being on air and just being like... And, you know, you got to keep your cool because I can't acknowledge that it was going on. And, and afterward, just being like, what the fuck, dude? You did not open that oh, door while somebody's man. on air. Like, it's just, you just don't do that. Anyway, we we made up, though. It was okay after that. Wow. But, yeah, I was not very happy at that moment. Sorry. Just random memories. It's no, random memory day. is that I
0: looked him up on uh, Facebook, and the last post was from Marconi on October 12th, 2009, oh, okay. referencing him. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Okay. So he's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows yeah. whatever happened to Dave. Yeah. Um, um. So,
0: yeah, so it was bizarre. So walking in because I've always been it's weird walking in and not being a friend of the person that you know that you're seeing at the station, you know, because she is the gatekeeper. And oh this yeah, and you know they look at you like like you're very suspect, not suspect, not like very friendly, but also very like. Well, are you a crazy person? Well,
1: they also, I mean, for OPB,
0: it's public I, radio. They must get a lot of. Crazies. I'm
1: sure they get a lot of people that come storming in, like I disagree with what you said on your show on Sunday at two thirty p.m. and what that reporter, and it's probably like some NPR report that they have nothing to do with. Oh, totally. You know, and I'm I bet I bet they get a lot of interesting people walking through those doors.
0: Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah. Lots of interesting wardrobes.
1: I'm sure interesting wardrobes (laughs) and interesting uh, people that show up.
0: Oh, because I remember hearing the stories from our, like, you know, from working at commercial radio, the crazies that they had to keep out. I can't even imagine with, like, public, you know, Broadcasting. Well,
1: and we probably looked like crazies walking in. Oh we so, totally did. Yeah. So she's she's like, Uh yeah, yeah. what are you here so for?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she was asking us. She's like, Oh okay, so who are and Greg was very professional. He's like, Oh, we're to see April Bear? We have a an appointment at one thirty. Yeah. And uh then we got right, our Do I have own an accent to- when I said? I don't know. You were saying it like very to pro- You You said it very properly. Oh,
1: I said, yes, we're here to see April Bear. Oh, we hello
0: there, miss. I we are here to have an, can have an interview with April Bear, please.
1: I will tell you this. I I know that's wrong because I would never say miss, ma'am, Ms, any of that stuff because I don't know what somebody's going to get mad about. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to walk up to you and I said, uh, excuse me, miss, was that okay or is that not?
0: Um, I guess so.
1: Excuse me, ma'am. Do we'll you want, say, ma'am? You Miss, know what you could say. What? Excuse me. Well, that's that's what I do. I don't say anything because I'm afraid of what somebody is going to be. Uh, what what somebody's going to get mad. So, what would you what would you want? Like if somebody walked up to you. Well,
0: I prefer Miss, Miss Ms. over Ma'am. Miss. I don't I know. know. See, I don't know. Because uh, I like Miss, but this I don't know is if why I, I would be never Miss.
1: This is why I would never risk it. It's just not worth it for me. Like to, to try it? Yeah, that's Ms? why you
0: don't you don't have to put like a, a yeah a moniker at the end of it. Just well, say, I like, don't. Say, like, pardon me.
1: You were the one doing the impression of me that was wrong. That's but what I'm pointing excuse out. Excuse
0: me, Madame. Yes, excuse me, Madame. You can try and be yeah, try and be whimsical. Excuse, be like a, excuse me, Madame. Madame. Madame, I am here to be interviewed by Madame Bear. Oh God. <laughs> may I? May you please let her know I have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he talks.
1: What is that? I
0: don't know. I don't know. Your impressions
1: suck. Um,
0: what? That was just mean.
1: That was a terrible impression of me. If That was, that was supposed to be an that's impression kind of, of me. Now I'm the one like. that's being I, mean.
0: You, only I know what you sound like. You just hear your voice in your head. Okay. All right. No, I hear what you sound like when it comes out of your face. All right, That's ma'am. what it sounds Let's like. Just... Uh, that's Miss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> miss. No, but Miss makes me seem like I'm desperate for my youth. But then ma'am makes Excuse me feel miss? old as shit. So I guess Ms.
1: So what's the middle one, Ms.
0: Ms. Here, wait, say say it in a, in a sentence.
1: Uh, excuse me, Ms. Uh,
0: no, because then it sounds like the wrestler.
1: Excuse me, Miss.
0: Uh,
1: you're a little m'lady. old. To well, be. I'm a little you're
0: old for Miss, but I'm a little young for Ma'am. Excuse me, Ma'am. We need something in between the Miss and the Ma'am.
1: I mean, what would what would you mim? want? Excuse lady? me, Mim.
0: Hey, Lady. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> lady
0: La- excuse me lady hey lady
1: we're here for an
0: interview <laughs> oh my god
1: yeah I would never that would do have that
0: have gone super hey well. lady
1: lady <laughs> yeah that's not something I would have done uh, no I just don't say anything I thought you said I was professional
0: I mean I was. you were fine uh, yes
1: we're here for an appointment at one thirty. now you're making me feel weird about it yeah. like it's second so guessing so we had
0: to sign in and then it was re- so we signed in and then we each got our little like sticky like guest badges yeah which was bizarre. So, like, you know, so you're labeled, which is totally true with every station because every station is kind of, you know, locked behind glass doors. And yeah, you have there's to make multiple sure that layers that a crazy person didn't get in.
1: Yeah, which does happen. You know, I remember many stories in radio of crazy people. There was that guy that crashed a car into, uh, um, was it Rose City, Rose City Broadcasting for the? Oh, he was mad at PK <gasps> in the playoffs.
0: Yes,
1: he was. He was mad at them. I
0: forgot about that. Yeah, I
1: think he crashed a car in the front door.
0: Yeah, there have definitely been some times where there have been lurkers, especially at stations I had worked at that had windows that shared like with the public space. Yeah, like either into a parking lot. Or oh like yeah, inside. oh
1: that's that happened with KUFO. Yeah, when I worked at Intercom, en- covered it.
0: I worked at Entercom. There's uh, one of the sides of the building. It's next to the old Spaghetti Factory, and one of the sides of the building is like a big window that kind of overlooks the water. And there's a walking path right there. So people just kind of stand out there and stare. It was really creepy. <laughs>
1: really, while you're while you're broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of fascinating. So they were probably I mean, like, oh, what's going on there? Yeah. But yeah, that is. kind but of But then weird. with their
0: dead eyes, it's like, are you going to murder me?
1: Because <laughs> like, honestly, like you're when you're in a
0: when you're in a radio bunker, I mean, and I still have that fear to this day. That's why I lock all of the doors. I lock us into our yeah studio. I'm like, I feel like someone's going to come and murder us. No, our
1: studio feels fairly secure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, these are heavy doors. Yeah, but, you know, you never know. It's like
0: that. Uh, what's that movie? AM Radio.
1: Um, is that the one? That's, that's the true based on the true story.
0: Yeah, that the guy who was was murdered by um,
1: Colorado, right? I can't remember. I think he was a Denver DJ. He was
0: murdered after he was getting off shift in the parking lot.
1: Yeah, it was uh, a talk radio. Talk right? radio. Oh,
0: that was it. Yes. Yeah, with the
1: guy in Denver who who was
0: who was like murdered. He was like
1: a shock jock or something. Yeah, he
0: was some like super like loudmouth shock jock. I mean, he didn't yeah. deserve to die clearly, but he pissed off the wrong people.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good movie actually. Yeah but basically but yeah like, that, that's why i have latched
0: some... on to that because i always thought especially going to like early morning shows and having to be there at, like 3:30 in the morning mm-hmm. and then walking in like through some like creepy back door to the station like yeah i've always i was always afraid there was going to be someone like hiding in the bushes or something
1: well i remember for a while there was um there was a guy who was getting in through the back door like it wasn't latching all the way and this what? was at the old station you probably never heard about this this is stuff i got the, a lot of the seedy underbelly stuff that you didn't Find out about at the radio station.
0: Yeah, good. Cause I, I, Cause was, I, I was friends with the
1: lowest of the lows, and like the you know on the totem pole. So they had the dirt on everything. Mm-hmm. Like those those guys knew what was going on, and that was the thing. Over the weekend, there was this guy that had gotten in because uh, the back door didn't latch, and this was at the radio station it was supposed to be one of the secure doors. That was the uh, the back entrance. He had to have a key card and all that stuff. A big thick door, but it didn't latch all the way. And so there was somebody getting in. Oh, I feel Jesus. like I just ratted something out that happened like 10 years – well, yeah, it did like 10 years ago. That was
0: a weird station, though. I mean, actually, quite honestly, it's probably good that it was plowed to the ground. I remember yeah. working late night on a Sunday night when Lisa Wood and I were doing the punk show. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And some guy uh, – we were just getting ready. Like we had just finished our show or we were getting ready to do our show. I can't remember which one. And some crazy guy had locked himself, one of the DJs. He was having like some sort of mental breakdown.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had uh-huh. locked
0: himself in the studio and he was just playing all this weird shit. And, like, we actually hid in one of the rooms. We're like, oh, fuck, this guy is, like, gonna snap. Yeah, like, does he have a now. gun? We don't know.
1: Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy that might have, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Radio's nice.
0: glamorous.
1: <laughs> it's glamorous.
0: So, anyway, so we get our little sticky badges. So they know, at least, like, we're easily identifiable for crazy people. Right. And then, so, um, we're sitting there. Um, finally, April comes out and, And lets us back in. It's just, it's surreal. So uh, walking in to the station, like, it it just kind of seems like a normal, you know, like entryway for like an office. But walking back into, like, the locked back where Uh all the radio stuff is, it was so, the smell smelled exactly like every radio station I've ever been on. It's not a bad smell.
1: No, it does have a smell, though.
0: It has a smell. Yeah. It has a smell. I I think it's like all the equipment. I don't know. It's something about it.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right.
0: I mean, it was just so... Bizarre. Yeah, and walking in. I'm like, holy shit! This smells exactly like a radio station. Yeah,
1: and going back in where they have their different editing pods and,
0: and all the different roofs with the uh, on air lights. Yeah, and the
1: I do miss the editing pods. I do oh, yeah, miss those, those great. because I really enjoyed because you. I mean, everything's high end, soundproof, all set up. And like, you're in, in like little a little studios. basically,
0: it's the size of like a, a phone booth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but and you it's have all all of any kind of piece of equipment you could ever dream of for editing mm. is all in front of you. That was fun. I do miss that side of it. Yeah, But, uh, you know, so walking back in, though, and seeing all that just instantly comes back, uh, all of those. It was weird, especially, like,
0: with the, yeah, with the smell thing. I think that helps, like, trigger all of the memories. Yeah. Too. I was like, oh, my God, this is so weird. Uh-huh.
1: And then we went in for the interview, and uh, that was one thing that was different. It's where we did our interview. It was – it's a seated interview. So I was expecting to be standing. I don't know why, just in my head, because I'm so used to when we were in radio, like I would always stand. I never sat ever.
0: I guess I would stand Unless, behind the board. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but this time we were.
0: Why would we not we, be seated? That's weird. I don't
1: know. I mean, we were. We seated. have a
0: billion guests on the show all the time, and we're always Are they ever standing.
1: Th- I think so it's that because would be weird. Because in my mind, I went back to radio, and I I never sat in a radio station. I never sat and mm. talked on the microphone. I mean, unless I was, like, recording something, like, pre-recording something. Yeah. Then I would do it. But, yeah. I, so, for some reason, for me, it just seemed really odd to sit, which is completely normal. This is what we do in our studio for everybody. I don't know. <laughs> that is really Random weird. memory things that, you know, just trigger. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I should be standing. Anyway, we sat down uh, for the interview. I guess interview.
0: that is true. In the last station that we were at, there was a lot of, like, people would stand for the interviews. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. I didn't even yeah. think about that.
1: I think it's an energy thing. I used to do that with, I used to do that with pretty much everything till Fun Employment Radio I would stand. Even recording at home, I stood.
0: All right. This is getting weird. Why? I don't know. It's just you're really into the standing thing. I don't know. You've I, latched onto it. I'm just bringing you're up latching. stuff. I'm just talking Did about it. Do you want to stand? No, I don't want to stand. Do you want to do the show standing? No,
1: we don't need to stand.
0: We can stand if you want. Yeah, I want to stand. Okay. Let's yeah. stand. All right. We're going right, to stand if it's right sound now. see any different. Okay. All right. We're going right. to stand. So anyway, <laughs> so we're holding weird. the microphones. Um, So we're in there. Why are we standing?
1: We're going to stand right now. Okay, we're we're going to stand, stand for the interview. We're going to see right. if this does, makes any difference. <laughs>
0: All right. So then we're in there for the interview, and and April's just the sweetest, nicest person.
1: She is very nice.
0: Um, but I was really nervous because I – the reason I don't like giving interviews is because of – it's an issue of trust a little bit because one time we gave it – this is really weird. How long do we have to stand?
1: All right. We can sit down. Okay. Thank you. Okay. we try um, it out. All right. You're going to give a little behind-the-scenes, some behind-the-scenes behind the sc- baseball? Well, Sorry. This is kind of a behind-the-scenes day. For Fun Employment Radio. We We have lots of different episodes. Uh, This is a behind the scenes episode. This is us in
0: in the throes of a mental breakdown of trying to do a billion things at once and try to get everything uh, all pieces together. Pretty much. Yeah. So let's just take a trip down memory lane. So, years ago, like, and I know that you're not as gun shy because you do a lot more, like, like auditions and interviews and things. It's very hard for me. I don't do me. a lot of
1: interviews. I do a lot of auditions. Yeah. That's different.
0: Well, it's very hard for me to trust somebody with information that I give them. Yeah. I have a – I've had my trust broken sometimes. Yeah. Most notably, uh, somebody a few years ago did an article about us and misconstrued things that were said um, – <clears throat> She
1: took a lot of things out of context. She took
0: a lot of things out of context. This took a lot was, of liberties. This was
1: a many years ago. I mean, it was it was many years ago. I mean, I don't know. You want to say? No, that? no, no. Okay, no. we won't say that. Don't
0: don't give me more attention. But I mean, all right, it was an interview person, in
1: uh, in a newspaper here in town.
0: Yeah, and this person took many liberties and uh, and just made us look pretty not awesome. And I was yes, she really, really did. and I was really she, fucking Like, bummed.
1: Re- Went out of the way to make us seem
0: like we were nothing.
1: Yeah, it was really strange. And other people
0: seemed like they were something. Like it was, it was basically like taking away from us to to bolster somebody else. It was, and it was really just, it was kind of mean spirited. And so after that, I was like, I really,
1: I, I, I'll just say, I agree with you in that assessment. Yeah, you know, even just looking back after all these years from a third party, it's like, yeah, that was pretty.
0: That was. I don't know. Maybe we made her mad or something. No, that person. That was one of the times that made me want to quit. Because I'm like, well, this is the way that this is perceived and this is the way that we're going to be treated. Fuck this. Because yeah. we're working too hard to have somebody treat us like garbage. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so that that put a real monkey rich in. So that being said, I'm very hesitant to do interviews about things because I'm so afraid that someone's going to make me seem like an asshole and take me out of context or, like, you know, do something to hurt the business or do something yeah. along those lines. Um I For mean, there sure. are people, and there are people who do like excessive editing. Like, I remember Maria Bamford doesn't do uh, podcast interviews anymore because she doesn't because she's done shows before that have been edited to make her seem out of context. Yeah, and so that's why people get a little like gunshot. Yeah. shy. And she's that.
1: been on our show years ago, mm-hmm. but yeah, now now apparently she doesn't. Yeah, or not do very because very people like get, get
0: that trust violated. And, and that's and true because
1: you can take audio out of context. You can take anything out of context, and people can. Construe it however they want. Well, and that's you know? what was
0: really scary about this. And that's why we wanted to, like, we've been asked for interviews before and we've declined. But, I mean, April, I mean, going, going on OPB and getting to talk to April is a really rad thing. And I trust her. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. about it, But I am still nervous.
1: Well, and I, we don't know what's going to be taken I out. Don't, so, I know. Because so, we were interviewed for, it was probably an hour mm-hmm. that we were in there. Um, And I, I'm, it's not going to be the entire hour, I'm sure, on the air. It'll be all cut up. So I don't know what segments they're going to use of ours or what what she's going to put in. There was one thing like, and I don't know if this is going to make it in the interview or not. She did, she was talking about the show and this wasn't supposed to be a slight towards us at all. She was just like, you know, and I know podcast edit and she's like, and I could definitely tell, you know, you guys edit a lot for your podcast. And I'm like, -uh." no, 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 Sarah. Yeah.
0: Well, I think because it sounds, since we have worked together so long and we do talk pretty tight, like we, you can, a lot of people edit to get that, yeah. Sound a Yeah. Little to bit. get and we don't. So she thought that we had edited. I'm like, no, we don't edit. Like we'll edit if something, if someone says something they don't want to,
1: right? Or like if you know, there's some minor things here and there. You know, mm-hmm. if we if we have some tech issues or something like that, you know, that'll get edited. But for the most part, we don't edit out content. Mm-hmm. Um, we we keep it pretty. I mean, you know, flaws, flaws and all. Yeah. Go into. Thank it. Thank
0: you for not saying warts and all because I hate that phrase.
1: No, floss. No, I don't want to say warts. Warts are gross. I know, but that's. I mean, the, there's nothing wrong the with phrase. warts. If you have a wart, there's nothing that's wrong with really that. That's
0: really rude, Greg. I don't all mean of our that. Wart having friends.
1: I have a wart. There. Ew. <laughs> there. There's the dirty can secret. We
0: please block that. Can, can we bleep that out? I never want to hear. Where, what are you looking at? Are you looking at it? Do you no. have it? Is it on your hand? Stop it! Why are you looking at your hand? You are
1: being ridiculous. <laughs> Warts and all, we keep it all in Gross. the show. okay. So anyway, okay. no That's editing. True. I
0: guess, like, believing that would, like, defeat the <laughs> In the live chat,
1: uh, Rick Rutherford just said, uh, edit that out. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. What? I don't know why, that was like... What,
1: do you want to edit it out?
0: I don't know, it sounded After we just terrible. went on
1: a whole thing, you're the one who brought it up.
0: I was saying how awkward and horrible that phrase was. And I didn't say and the And then phrase. I didn't know that you were going to take it and, like, profess your your body things. Oh, my God. Anyway.
1: <laughs> being a normal person. Do you have person, anything else you'd
0: like to blurt out, Greg? No,
1: I don't have anything being else I want to totally
0: blurt out. Being a totally wart free normal person, <laughs> Greg, is. <laughs> We're not talking about. Something wait a say. minute.
1: I, I think you're confusing what kind of. No. Let's make sure this is clear.
0: Oh, gosh. I wasn't even thinking about anything seedy. I wasn't thinking of a seedy underbelly.
1: I have one on my foot, okay? I had I had one on a toe. Yes. I used to get one when I was a kid. They suck.
0: Oh, why are you still talking about because this?
1: Because now I feel like I have to over-explain <laughs> to make sure we're not being confused with...
0: Greg, I don't think anyone <sighs> until you brought it up was thinking that you were saying that you had some sort of issue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now Christ. we should edit this out. No, we're anyway, not editing this out. Fine. Back to the interview. Oh yeah. Thankfully this didn't happen on that interview. Yeah. But now if you're finding us through audience OPB. Would have
0: loved it. I think
1: we just lost whatever the OPB audience was that we gained from this. So <laughs> But it was it was really fun. It was really cool.
0: It was. And she asked like a lot of interesting questions. She basically like directed um, you know, minority retort questions toward Jason, of course, because that's his his baby, and then like fun employment radio questions yeah. towards Greg and I. But I mean I am I will say my, since my trust was broken, I am a little nervous.
1: Yeah, about how it's gonna be because
0: it was on. an hour of an interview and she and but she's just great. She was just oh, a, she's a, very a delightful good. human.
1: But we don't know what. but I'm
0: like super scared because I need to learn how to love again. And I don't know because the last time I thought somebody who interviewed us was like a buddy turned out to, you know,
1: Well, be yeah, an we asshole. got we got stabbed on that one. Yeah,
0: I don't but I don't think April is. I no. think that April is a super super, super I
1: I don't think professional. Yeah. I, I don't we didn't say anything bad. I mean No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think,
0: thing, I helped have something not bad be said. Well, okay. Yeah.
1: But uh Yeah. I think it was good.
0: Okay. So anyway, yeah, it was weird to like be in the studio sitting in the chairs with the with the mics, the R E twenties everywhere.
1: Yeah. I know mm-hmm. that was kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was really fun. It was fun to go back in there for it and uh and do that. So I'm excited to hear it. And see what it's cut up. But now I think there's other people that are going to be... Because it looks like Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Weirhauser, who showed Room of Requirement 237. I want to get the name the yes. number right. Not being a Harry Potter person, I screw that up Room sometimes. of
0: Requirement 237 is where you can like think about the thing that you want the most and you can make it appear.
1: That's the name of her podcast. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be a live performance at the Portland Podcast Festival. And we just saw that she posted that she's down at OPB interviewing too. So maybe they're doing a whole... Thing on it, like I didn't what want to ask too many complete- questions. I know
0: because I'm like, what if we've talked about this too much and then we just get completely cut out? And then
1: we get cut out of it. And i like,
0: you know, for podcast by- festival.
1: Then uh, found them by some people. Anyway, funded
0: by uh, you know Greg Nibbler and Sarah Stellan, along with Jason Lamb, who I have in studio today. <laughs> oh, and she
1: cuts us out. Oh. I mean, Jason,
0: did you hear that thing that he was talking about with the inner? Well, uh, he yeah, knocked that's- it out of the park.
1: No, Jason killed it. He yeah. killed it. Wait, Keelan's being interviewed on. No, are you making this up? Are you being interviewed as well?
0: Heck yeah.
1: Because, I mean, well, I don't know if Keelan's messing with us or not. I bet he's not. I think that's, so are they doing a whole segment on the podcast festival? Yes. Oh, holy shit.
0: That's amazing.
1: That's awesome. Oh. So this is going to be like a whole thing.
0: I don't know, Greg.
1: See, because I was always, oh, on X-Ray. Okay. Always going on X-Ray. Oh, on Jason's show, probably. Okay, awesome. Oh, rat. Still cool. Yeah, yeah very yeah. cool. Well, that's, huh. Well, how about that? There's some stuff going on with this. I know. Everybody buy a ticket. <laughs> I, I know. I'm picking
0: up the shirts today, by the <laughs> way.
1: pdxpodfestival.com. Oh, yeah, there will be a limited run of shirts for it.
0: Yeah, there aren't very many of them, so if you want one, get there early to buy yeah. one. Because yeah, make sure you there, get one. The, We just made one run, and that's it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And the lanyards really are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they're, No joke, the lanyards are really cool. It's one of the best lanyards I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: I know that's, you know. I made those. Clearly, I'm very close to the project, but, and Sarah designed it, but... Uh, no, they're they're pretty badass. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it is going to be a lot of fun. Well, thanks, Greg thing. Nog. Indeed. Oh, it's
0: Greg Nog time again. Oh, is, oh, I need to bring the tree back into the studio.
1: No, we don't need we don't need a Christmas tree in the studio.
0: We don't. Need Greg, a Christmas it makes tree it seem tree. very festive. Also, people a- had
1: forgotten about the name Greg Nog, and now <laughs> now you just brought it back again.
0: Greg Nog is the best <laughs> Christmas nickname <laughs> ever.
1: Uh, somebody tagged me in some other thing for. For Greg Nog. um, just the other day on, I'll have to take a look at it. <gasps> oh,
0: they were asking us to make up some drinks for uh, the Portland Podcast Festival at the Hawthorne Shh. Theater. We should call one of them the Greg Nog. You <sighs> know right, it has I'll to write be. Him. I'll write All right. I on. don't know. We need to. Yeah. So we need. That's uh, what we need to do. We may be a little late
1: on time on that, but yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, we could just think of some fun names. Okay. There's the Greg Nog. What should the other one be? Shark like Sharky. The Butterman.
1: There's got to be a Butterman. Oh, there has to be
0: a Butterman. It could be like the bu- uh like the. Uh, butterscotch.
1: Could well, a I Butter mean, Man I think they want to keep them pretty simple for the named ones. I mean, I don't think we're going to get to name the entire bar at the Hawthorne. A butterman could be. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to think of some things. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Butterman and uh, Greg Knott
0: and Mister Pancake. I don't want
1: either any of these drinks.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, some world of crazy.
0: Well, since we're already going batshit today. Yep. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I really do like this music. I know I say this every day. It's starting to become a tick. That's the last time it I'm going to say it. It is kind of your tick. All right.
1: Is it the best music you've ever heard in your entire Shut life? Shut up. <laughs> You're mean. Can
0: you get me more coffee?
1: <laughs> no, not now.
0: Well, because I said you're mean. Yes. First up, got a story out of Bangkok. Can you please just give me God a damn coffee? It. just a little bit?
1: Do not call me mean when I'm going to eat coffee.
0: You're not. You're doing just fine. Thank Say you that's very enough. much. You're doing a great job. Doing a great job, Greg. Keep it up, Greg. All right. First story, I have out of Bangkok. Uh, out of Thailand. Thank you very much. Are you gonna close the door? Are you gonna? Oh, no, now he's getting himself some coffee. All right, well, here we go. Thai authorities have fined two American tourists for public indecency for posting and posing for a butt selfie in front of a famous Buddhist temple. (laughs) What kind of moron are you in Thailand? Thai prison? Hello? Has anyone? I think everyone should be required to watch Broke Down Palace before they actually go to Thailand. Broke Down
1: Palace. What's that?
0: Broke Down Palace is a terrifying Claire Danes movie where her friend uh, is smuggling drugs out of the country, uh-huh. and she doesn't know it, and they both get thrown into Thai prison, and they have to stay there. That for, sounds like, terrible. It's
1: I don't want to go to Thai prison.
0: I watched that movie, and then, like I do with all things that freak me out, or I don't want to think about it anymore, I threw it away. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's how Just you like I th- you. <laughs> so it's gonna erase it from your memory. That's you what you I threw do. Threw away the DVD when I
0: was reading Heart-Shaped Box, and there was this ter- there was this horrific. Scene. No, I know the horrific
1: scene because you have told it yeah. to me. You described it in I detail threw it away because you wanted to inflict that on other people. When I
0: watched Requiem for a Dream, as soon as I wiped all the tears from my eyes and tried to scrape myself off, up off the ground.
1: Which is why I'll never watch that movie.
0: I threw it away.
1: I will never watch that movie.
0: No. I didn't even want to put it back into recirculation. I didn't even give it away. I put it in the garbage.
1: <laughs> the garbage where it belongs. <laughs> where
0: it belongs.
1: Wow. All right, yeah, well, anyway. and it keeps
0: getting recommended to me on Netflix. I'm like, no. Netflix?
1: Well, maybe that says more about you than it does say about Netflix. All right. So, well,
0: Thai authorities have fined two American tourists Republican decency for posting a butt selfie in front of a famous Buddhist <laughs> temple. Like, how stupid do you have to be? So the two who police identified as, oh, they're... Right. Wait, so
1: it's a, a butt selfie. What exactly it's is a two, butt selfie? It's
0: two American dudes who took a picture of their naked oh, butts
1: naked? in front of... A Buddhist Why? Why would anybody want to see that? I don't know. So Why?
0: Joseph uh da Silva, 30- Like for anybody. So Joseph and Travis da Silva, 38 and 36 years old, old enough to know better, were arrested at an airport in the capital of ba- uh B- Bangkok. They're they each brothers? Fine, uh 154, they have the same last name, so they might be brothers or husband.
1: 136, 138, that kind of makes me think that they're brothers.
0: Yeah. So they were each fined $154 uh, dollars apiece for burying their buttocks for a picture that they took at Bangkok's Temple of the Dawn. So district police say the two American citizens have admitted to taking the picture. Uh, while Thailand has a reputation for a racy nightlife, they are deeply conservative and revealing clothing is frowned upon. So the two men had an Instagram ac- account called Traveling Butts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that.
1: Traveling Butts.
0: Which uh, showcased similar selfies taken at tourist sites around the world. The account has more than 14,000 followers. Oh, it had. But it has since been deleted. So the two are fined for a similar picture taken at another temple in Bangkok. And they're being held at an immigration detention center right now. While police consider a possible violation of Thailand's Computer Crime Act as the photograph was uploaded online. Don't... Take pictures and post them on the internet of your bare ass in countries where you don't understand the customs.
1: No, not everybody's going to be very appreciative of that. You
0: don't want to go to Thai prison. Yeah. If you don't believe me. Traveling butts. Broke down palace. (laughs) Traveling butts has to be a passage in (laughs) tops to bottoms. (laughs) All right, well, I know you don't want my regular Christmas tree in here, but what would you think about a upside down Christmas tree? That's the new rage, so says the Internet. What? Yes. Uh, so there are all different kinds of places, including Target, Home Depot, Walmart, and Kohl's, that are offering artificial Christmas trees designed to look upside down. Why,
1: why is that a... Th- Greg? I, I'm confused.
0: I, I think you're not alone. Well, the price tags of some of the trees, however, were astronomical. One at Target retails for nearly $1,000 <laughs> for an upside-down Christmas tree.
1: You know how many tickets to the PDX Pod Festival $1,000 would buy?
0: 500? Oh, were you just saying it satirically?
1: I just wanted to see if you could work
0: that out. I don't know. I'm not very good at math. 50? It's 50. Oh, damn. 50 tickets. Yep. Yeah. Not quite the mathematician over here.
1: Actually, you could take link by over
0: 50. Uh, Greg, can you silence your phone, please? That's the first thing I said when we got into the for our interview yesterday. I'm like, everyone turned off their phones, and Greg looked at me as if like I was a monster.
1: You were kind of a monster.
0: And you just left your phone on.
1: Here. I didn't do it there.
0: Okay. All right. Well, did you know that experts say that the upside-down Christmas tree has existed for centuries in Slavic countries, including Poland, where a spruce tree hung upside down from the ceiling, is considered A religious symbol.
1: All right, what's the? I don't know. Symbol mean?
0: It's just a religious symbol, Greg. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that's just kind of a blanket statement. That's really all of the information that I have.
1: What does this mean? It's a religious symbol.
0: Upside down. Oh, there. That's the first thing. Upside down Christmas tree. Yeah, a thousand dollars for an upside down Christmas tree. Yeah. Hmm. So it's the it's the latest Christmas tree fad, if you believe in such a thing. Next up, out of Canada. Usually Canadians are so so much calmer, you know. Oh, just taking They're
1: her just easy. They're just a little
0: calmer, just taking her easy. Well, a Santa Claus working at a Toronto shopping center dealt with a an angry adult rather than a squirrely child this past weekend. Oh boy! Oh boy! A cell phone video posted online shows a woman in a gray and black dress yelling profanities at Arr. Santa at the Dufferin Mall. All right. You guys, this is gonna get a little a little graphic. So this is what she's yelling at Santa. She says, Do you have a sleigh, you fucking dickhead? What? <laughs> Do you have a sleigh? What? She can be heard yelling in the video. Now, Calling Santa names. Do you have this video? Bad enough. Actually I haven't if you want to find the video.
1: Yeah, okay. Where was it at again?
0: It was in Toronto. Okay. At the Dufferin Mall. (laughs) Do you have a sleigh, you fucking dickhead? Do you have a sleigh? Man. Well, yeah, so she called Santa bad names, but then she took the next step by declaring that he didn't exist. If your
1: kids are listening right now, you might want to have them.
0: Yeah, earmuffs. Yeah. But if you let them listen through, you fucking dickhead, I think (laughs) 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 that. Then she goes on to say, You're not magic. You're not real. You're not even real. You're not real. You're only made of moonlight. She didn't say the moonlight part. Okay. She said, you're not real. Well, the person who shot the footage told the video licensee agency Viral Hog that Santa brushed up the abuse uh, and avoided engaging with the woman, who was then taken away by security. How bad of a day are you having when you are harassing a, like a mall Santa <laughs> and, <laughs> and have to get escorted away from security? What happened today? Oh, you know. All right, so they did. Uh, they did move her away from the Santa. The passion. No,
1: no. Passion. Oh, they they edited out the
0: oh her pro- co- her colorful words. It's
1: not the best recording, either.
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't really expect that to be happening. That's so true. Probably it's had Just to grab kind of about phone holy crap! Quick. I'm getting this live. Yeah. Right well, she was able to leave without incident and wasn't arrested. So that's a thing that happened. Okay. (laughs) Greg's just making all kinds of noises over there. I am. Finally, got a story out of, oh, this was in Idaho, but it has to do with a Florida man. This is in Rexburg, Idaho. A Florida man has been arrested on a felony battery charge after he allegedly got into a fight with another man. Over shrimp. Or as Greg likes to call him. Scrimps.
1: I do not say scrimps. I hate the
0: term scrimps. You just said it twice. That's once more than I already said it. Somebody likes that. I don't really
1: eat shrimp anyway. I'll eat it in a gumbo. That's about the only place.
0: Oh, my God. Every time we talk about shrimp, then you start to list, like, Bubba Gump shrimp stuff that you're going to, like...
1: No, it's just one gumbo. I'll eat it in gumbo.
0: Well, Robert Craven was staying at a Motel 6 in Rexburg, Idaho, with colleagues when the altercation occurred on November 25th. Wait, was that Thanksgiving?
1: I... No.
0: No, that was that. that was Saturday. Okay. Okay. At around 10.30 p.m., while Rexburg Police Captain Randy Lewis said the argument started over dinner, the victim said Craven got upset with him for taking too many scrimps. (laughs) They went out to the parking lot and the fright progressed, while Craven is accused of pushing, hitting, and punching the victim who took the scrimps several, several times. At one point, the victim told police he saw Tweety Birds after being hit in the head.
1: Okay, so wait a minute. Let's get back to the beginning of this fight. What? Exactly what happened at the beginning. Like, how many shrimps were there? How he many just, what? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Just say it. No. Say it. I already said it too many times. How many were there? Was he, like, taking how them off of his a plate? How many were what? <laughs> just knock it off.
0: How many what? I'm going to look up the story myself. No, well, they're saying uh, the altercation occurred because the victim, Robert Craven, got upset... The victim said, Robert Craven, who's not the victim, who's the an- angry scrimp man, said he got upset with them for taking too many shrimps.
1: Scrimp man.
0: Got you to say it. All right, so Craven pushed, hit, and punched the victim several times. Yeah, the victim, Tweety Birds, blah, blah, blah. The victim, who's also from Florida, wow, Floridians just like come to Idaho and they're just messing shit up. Like, like all right, we could make the news in Florida, but it probably wouldn't be a big headline. Okay,
1: but let's, okay, I'm taking a look here. So the oh, two oh were having dinner. And Craven was taking too many.
0: Yeah, for taking too many what?
1: Shrimp. Shrimps. Um, God, now you've, now you've messed up my head so much. Uh-huh. Anyway, so he was taking too many. If you order it together. I don't know if it was
0: like a buffet, if it was a buffet or if it no, was
1: just like. It sounds like they were sitting down. They were arguing over dinner. and so Was it
0: like a shared appetizer? It was
1: a shared plate is like, what my guess is. And guessing. somebody was taking a little too many. Of the shared plate. If it's a shared plate and you're splitting the price on that, it should be divided evenly. I don't care who's hungrier, who's not hungry, whoever eats fastest. That's not how it works. It's shared. If there's, say there's 10 on that plate, it's five and five. Unless yeah. somebody uh, <gasps> verbally relinquishes it. one.
0: Yeah. I hate it when someone when there's an even amount of things and then someone takes too many. Yeah. It's super awkward.
1: Yeah. No, you're going in on it together. Uh-uh. That's not the how it works. I have a friend that used to, we used to order pizza together. And the problem is, he would eat like three quarters of the pizza, and I'd get like two pieces because he just ate it really That's quick. That's why He'd I think like I ate, ate I eat so, so I don't fast. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't go in with him anymore. Like, no, it's not going to be a fair split because I know in the back of my mind I'm going to pay way too much for my two slices of pizza.
0: Now I want pizza.
1: Well, I'm just saying. All
0: right. Well, the victim who was also from Florida had to go to the hospital, and doctors needed to use staples in his head. Uh oh. A Rexburg police officer working in the hospital began a criminal investigation. Well, Robert Craven was booked into Madison County Jail and is scheduled to appear in court next week. Hmm. I guess this week. Whatever. Nobody cares. That's your world of crazy.
1: Crazy.
0: I know what I'm going to say, then, but I, shirt I'm sure I'm going to get you. The next time you lose a bet, nah, I don't I'm even want to hear it.
1: No, we're say not going to do I
0: love shrimp, <laughs> <laughs> And it's going to have, I'm going to draw a picture of two shrimps like making a heart. <sighs> mm. Or maybe we'll say like, mm, mm, mm. scramps, scramps, scramps. And then like dancing ones. Okay. With like little hats. All
1: right. Let's do some ball talk.
0: Oh, we're doing ball talk? Ball talk. Oh, Greg, you still didn't get me another song.
1: No, I don't have another ball talk song yet. We're just gonna go with this. We're gonna go with the one that we got. (laughs) I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Ball got a little potpourri of balls. A little smattering, not a ton, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay. First up in ball talk, though, LeBron James. Of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, did he not
0: participate in the dunk contest?
1: He did not participate in the dunk contest, but he also did not participate in most of the game he just played in because he was kicked out. LeBron what? James was ejected from a game by a referee uh, because he got in his face. He said, the, the ref said he made a punching motion in the air and used vulgarity in my ear a few times. This is what the ref said. Uh, Kane Fitzgerald, and uh, it's the first time LeBron James has ever been kicked out of a game.
0: Wow. He's
1: never been kicked out in 15 years in the NBA. Never been kicked out of a game, but he just was.
0: Wow, okay.
1: Removed.
0: So was the ref also removed? Or are we never going to see him reffing We'll probably reffing never again? see
1: the ref again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, I thought that was pretty... Uh, Pretty interesting. Oh, pretty it's interesting. a pretty small ball talk today. That's so the okay. next one is this, having to do with the Olympic Games. Oh boy! And how Russia may never be allowed back in them. Um, well, a lot of them, anyway. A lot of their athletes. And it's there's a huge investigation going on right now into all of the doping that Russian athletes have been doing for years. Which big shock! I'm oh, sure they're big dopers. I'm sure everybody's shockingly surprised. That uh, the Russians were using uh, performance enhancing drugs. I am
0: surprised. What are you insinuating? The fact that that Russians are sketchy and they're probably all on drugs.
1: Took that to another level. But anyway, <laughs> he didn't disagree. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is going on right now is one of the chemists who helped uh, work on the on the work for the Russian athletes and uh, and help them get away with using banned substances. His name's Gregory Rachenkov. Rachinkov. Work it out. Grigory Rachinkov. Yeah, we'll go with that. Anyway, he kept a diary. He kept diaries of what he was doing, what they used, and how they were basically going around the entire system. And now people have gotten a hold of those journals, the, the oh.
0: diaries. So he's
1: basically spelling out everything they did. Wow. Yeah. That's a to-do. That is a to-do. So that's going on. Moving on to ball talk. We'll go to the final story here. Oh. And it has to do with this. It is the New York Giants. Sarah, do you know what uh, league the New York Giants are in?
0: They're football.
1: They are football. Yes.
0: They're in the NFL. Is that it? They are. Okay. You said the league.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to see if you knew.
0: Okay. Well, then start talking. Do you know
1: who the quarterback of the New York Giants is? No. His brother was...
0: He's it it a those... hall of
1: famer. Oh. Uh, he'll probably be a hall of famer too, but his brother definitely.
0: I was. know it's like the old guy on the Green Bay Packers brother.
1: No, no, it's not the old. Wait, who's the? Now I want to know who you're talking about. I
0: don't know. Who's
1: the old guy on the Green know. Bay Packers? I don't know. I don't have
0: enough room in my brain right now for football facts. I don't know. Is it the guy? Who... Do you mean? Br- oh, the man Peyton Manning.
1: Peyton Manning, but not Peyton. It's his brother.
0: Brother Manning.
1: Brother Manning. Yes, Eli Manning. Ah, uh. Eli Manning is the quarterback of the New York Giants. The old man on the Packers. Like, now I want to know who you're thinking (laughs) of. Like, Brett Favre? Because he hasn't played for years. Aaron Rodgers isn't that old. I
0: don't know. Who's
1: the old man on the Packers that's in your mind? (laughs) And who's the brother? Because I don't know who the brother is of either of them.
0: No, that's the brother. What? Of the Manning, whatever. I don't know. Peyton
1: Manning played for the Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos.
0: Maybe it's the C. I don't know.
1: Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers. He's the one who dated uh, Olivia Munn.
0: Yes, I know who Aaron Rodgers is.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, Eli Manning. (laughs) Eli Eli Manning has been the quarterback of the New York Giants since 2004. Um, He's won two Super Bowls with them. And the Giants are not doing very well this year. However, something that usually teams never do is intentionally bench a probably Hall of Fame quarterback, and that is what mm. the New York Giants have done. They've benched Eli Manning. Oh. And uh, Geno Smith is Why? going to be starting in place. Well, the Giants do suck this year. One would argue that's uh, Eli Manning is only a very tiny part of that suck. Mm. The whole team is just terrible. Uh, but, yeah, they're benching Eli Manning, which seems like that's the kind of move you do when you're going to trade him or something. Because I don't know how you get away. Just the face of that just how that looks oh
0: yeah because it looks like they've just lost all faith in everything
1: yeah if somebody benching Eli Manning I mean that's uh, that's very strange so that is uh, that is what's happened and because of that because of Eli being benched I thought it was only appropriate that maybe I play a little Eli Manning fan song that I found online and uh, this comes from John Eubanks who wrote this song
0: Oh, no. They've got to make a change at their quarterback. He <laughs> used to be so great, so great. Okay, we not that great, but kind of good in 2008. Each time that he lets go, I go one more overthrow. I feel sad inside. No, <laughs> no, Ain't like you should said, all a day. Go sit on the
1: couch
0: with your older brother. I can tell you right now, this is best. But it is but not started for the New York kids. Okay. Oh, <laughs> my God. That is the worst one you have found in a long time. Have you played that before?
1: No. I was like, going to say, I don't think you know I've ever so heard that. So this says it's John Eubanks. Now that I'm looking at the video, though, I wonder if this guy took it from Colin Heard Or Colin Coward. That could have been a Colin Coward song that some guy took and then put in for his own on YouTube. I could have got fooled. Well, anyway, credit then to Colin Coward. Uh, so Eli Manning in the mirror. That are like Manning this in the mirror. Oh my God. Of ball talk.
0: <laughs> that is... I don't even have words. Pretty proud of yourself over there, aren't you? Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty
1: proud. The Portland Podcast Festival is coming up on Saturday, and we do have the two stages. So we've got the main stage room, but then we have the lounge room with other podcasts that are going on in there. So uh, you'll have a chance to watch... All of them. All 13 will be performing. And
0: you can see all the scheduled uh, shows at pdxpodfestival.com slash schedule.
1: Indeed. And when you're schedule. looking there, you will see that stage two, we have some wonderful sponsors for that stage. And that is uh, Toko, which Toko is a vape pen manufactured by a company called Sweet Cannabis, which is right here in Portland, Oregon, using all uh, Oregon-grown cannabis, mm-hmm. which is very cool. And so the Toko vape pens, they'll be there providing information about their product. And the it's the Toko stage. Brought to you by Jane and Jane, Janepdx.com is where you can find out more information. J-A-Y-N-E-P D X. J-A-Y-N-E-P-D X.com. Uh they're a dispensary here in town. So you can go check them out at the dispensary and you can pick up a toco uh vape pen or anything else you know that Jane has on sale. And we're just really excited to have both of those sponsors on. They teamed up to sponsor the second stage. Again, toco stage brought to you by Jane. And, uh, and, yeah, we're really excited to have them on board. They reached out. They wanted to support the podcast festival, and, and we're just really appreciative of them. By golly, we are
0: always okay with people reaching out to want to yeah. partner up with us. So
1: Absolutely. If you
0: ever want to, just let us know.
1: Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, mm-hmm. and we will absolutely uh, talk to you about that.
0: Well, somebody uh, who I know is going to be at the Portland Podcast Festival this weekend. I'm sorry, we're out weekend. of time. <laughs> is, we're out of time. Is uh, this, this guy, I can't remember his Nick? Dick,
1: right. Nick Nutherford.
0: Nick Nutherford, I think that's his hey, Nick name. Nick Nutherford. Nick yeah. Nutherford. Yeah. Well, Nick Nutherford and his wife Nellany.
1: <laughs> <and laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick and Nellany. Yeah, Nick
0: and Nellany. No, it is the and one, Nursie? the is only. Mercy, <laughs> <laughs> can't come. nursey's on vacation. Oh, that's right. Um, the one, the only, Mr. Rick Rutherford. It ah. is his birthday today. Rick has been a friend of ours for years and years and years. I remember. We, gosh, we've known Rick since well into um, our radio days. He came to visit us. Do you remember at Survive It and Drive It? I and do. And brought Gace, Gracie when she I remember was Gracie a little puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember the smell. Not of Gracie, of the Survive It and Drive It truck. Anyway, Rick, we are so fortunate to have you in our lives. You and your whole clan of dogs and humans. We love all the Rutherfords. Absolutely. And happiest of birthdays, buddy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday
1: to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn ride.
0: I just really couldn't resist doing the hot damn ride. Hot
1: damn right.
0: Okay, stop trying to make it sound all.
1: Oh, sexy. Nurse is in Mexico. That's what uh, Nick just Nursies said. Nursey's in Mexico? Yeah. Oh. So there we go. Now we know.
0: With her husband. God, this is the <laughs> all dumbest. Right, just stop what are this. we doing?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about all the people that maybe will be hearing us on OPB and like go back, oh I'll check out the Fun Employment Radio no. Podcast. Oh. If they don't
0: like this show Gold that we put out today. They talk about then...
1: warts. Okay.
0: Ew, I already forgot about that.
1: <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for supporting Fun Employment Radio. Again, if you can, come out this weekend, pdxpodfestival.com. Just had courage practice last night. Courage. I think we're going to be pretty on point.
0: I'm We're pretty excited, excited
1: about it. We are pretty excited about
0: it. Did you know there's a band called Scrimps?
1: I don't Stop saying scrimps. I'm going to bleep wart and scrimps out of this entire episode. I'm going to prove April correct in that I'm going to edit it. <laughs>
0: I'm going to oh, edit, no. the, I'm gonna edit why, the hell out of this like, show. These are things that usually would have been edited out had you not drawn attention to the fact that we rarely edit. So thanks, Greg.
1: Well, we wouldn't have edited anything out. We wouldn't have had to edit. Oh, my God. No, I can't even talk anymore.
0: All right. <laughs> Good luck with all the other stuff you have to do. Oh,
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. You're all awesome. That's all. I just want to say. All wonderful humans. Yes. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, Appreciate you supporting our show. And uh, follow us on Twitter at FunUpRadio, at GregNibbler, 1B, um, at uh, SarahXDillon, 1X. And (laughs) (laughs) boy, boy, that was pretty good. Doing it, Greg. Doing it all. Mm. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. 11 11 a.m. All this week, 11 (laughs) a.m.
0: With more fun employment radio. Dot com. Bye. Bye. Oh my